This machine kills fascists. <laughs> I mean, Fritz the Cat's got, uh, that's, that's a niche one, for sure. I mean, who have we got in there already? Chappelle and Trebek. Yeah, those are a little more, uh, everybody knows those guys. <laughs> Fuck that, that's not, that's not the point. Sure, that's true. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Bugs Bunny. I mean, Bugs Bunny's a, a goat. Okay. He's the goat. I mean, you do you want to do this right away? No, no. <laughs> Uh, welcome back. Sexiest, sexiest cartoon animal. Go. <laughs> oh, sexiest cartoon are we, animal. Are we on? Uh, okay. So this this conversation started earlier. So off this means uh, just rabbits off the table. Off the table. Jane from Daria off the table. Not an animal. Not an animal. Uh, well, we can, we can swing back around to that. I, yeah, let I it, don't know. Let it, let, it, let, it, let it percolate. Well, I mean, who's on the short list for you, I guess? I don't even know. Oh, okay. I thought that you had you had an answer. Well, well, we can get back around to what brought it up uh, later. Yeah? Um, yeah, so we're going to... Welcome back. Hi, I'm Mike. My name is Christian. This is How Little Takes. Hit the music. Oh, yeah. There's music. <laughs> we haven't done that for a while. Uh, is the music done? Music's done. Music's over Nice. With. It's been a little bit, probably longer than I think we planned, and we're sorry, but we're not. Uh, you know, tough year for a podcast if you're doing it casually. <laughs> really good for podcasts if you're like a dedicated podcast. If you were already making a living doing this, and you're like, great, we'll just watch all those old movies that we said we were gonna and never got around Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Or you're talking about, you know, like your local government on some weird little thing or whatever your podcast deal is. If you're committed to it, 2020 into 2021 had to be a great year for you. Yeah. A casual uh, entertainment pod like this is not had a great year. <laughs> but if you're casual, the year's been fine. We're casual. We got some wine. We got some beer. We're chilling. That's how little it takes. Huddle up. We've got a docket of stuff. I think our main entree today is we're going to talk Eric Andre's bad trip. Best movie of the year so far. <laughs> but just yeah, movie the uh, the new release of twenty twenty one. For those who came for Kong V Godzilla content, we don't have any. We tried. We thought about it. We tried to watch it at work, but neither of us were gonna do that in our free time. Sorry. But we did for those following the saga of us just watching Netflix at work. That's off the table. We now have a Tubi account. Yeah, we watched It Follows tonight. I thought it was great. Yeah. Neither one of us, I think, are super horror literate in terms of uh, new horror movies. The super popcorn popular ones. I don't know where this one stands in that, honestly, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. I think but I really I, enjoyed I think, it. I think it. I think it's more the indie horror It was really style. good. It only had a million bucks. Yeah. And then that guy went on to make Under the Silver Lake, which I think you should watch. I think you'd like it. Yes. It really had us uh, hoot and hollering for a little bit. Yeah, we got a few people going, what are you guys watching? Because we're making noise and stuff. <laughs> that, one guy, that one guy stayed for five minutes. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, well, I, it was a lot of uh, 
it's funny when, when we, we watch these movies at work, people will go, what are you watching? And we have to kind of like give them a, give them an elevator pitch for the movie. And then they have to decide if they think it's worth their time. Yeah. Right. And it's like, but we are also like, I'm not liking it so far. So, <laughs> you know, or I'm like, he likes it, but I don't or whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, what are some, we watched Platoon a couple weeks ago and it's the one that is stuck with me the most i know you were just hearing that song in your dreams for days you were I, like having, you were like can't get over platoon i was man. really like seeing tom berenger's face like staring at me while i'm sleeping i'm like jesus christ i don't feel safe out yeah here. i started i would just start humming that and you'd like get all twitchy and look around for helicopters and stuff <laughs> just looking around for uh, Willem Dafoe, uh, for a voice of reason <laughs> well it's not there yeah, I really like that. What, what yeah, else? That's a good one. What I, else has been good? Way better than I thought it was gonna. Be. Yeah, my brain. It was like uh, Young Guns or The Outsiders or something. No way. <laughs> I was like a bunch of little cuties. <laughs> bunch of little cuties in the eighties, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is that what it, uh, that is? Yeah. So I've got other stuff on the docket. A lot of it uh, here in the early going revolves around trailers, because we've seen a couple new ones. Okay. I threw one at you today. Sure. I sat on one that I finally indulged in today. Okay. Do you want to talk the Zola trailer a little bit first? Yeah, I just learned about this entire situation, honestly. I'm excited about I've this never movie. heard about I've never read the thread that it starts that it's all started with. Mm-hmm. How me and this bitch had a falling out or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm kind of. I might go read that thread like later because it's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, out there. I like those kind of stories too. Like when you hear about some right insane long ass story someone put out on the internet. That, yeah, well, and it's a weird like. Era. And it's true. Yeah, you know, and it's a completely you know kind of unique to this. Yeah, new generation that's that we the, live in. That's the that main uh, selling point of the thing. Too, yeah, it seems like. On yeah, the, you know, on the comments on YouTube, it's like, is this gonna win an adapted screenplay Oscar? You know, I like, think it's gotta be on the shortlist for that. I mean, just preemptively, the millennials are taking over, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I feel like that this. I think this movie came out like at Sundance a year ago, and it's sure. just been like in you know in uh, purgatory or whatever. Yeah, like everything else they've been putting off this year. Because there was a, um, this, uh, the woman who directed this, Janixa Bravo, I think is how you say her name, Criterion really, or didn't release, but they put, like, seven or eight of her shorts on, on their last fall, and they're all really, she's got, like, some really bold style, there's a great, like, noir one starring Michael Sarah. Damn. Called, like, The Man Whose Head Explodes or something like that, that was, like, really good, and she made another really good one with, uh, Allison Pill as, like, this, uh... I can't remember if she's, like, a hypochondriac, but she's, like, a housewife and like, it looks like the 1920s or something. Sure. She's got, and her first feature, Lemon, is really crazy. But you were saying that was really funny. She's so got... This is her second feature? Yeah, she's got a lot of style. She's got that, that sophomore money behind it. Sure. And, cl- I mean, clearly her shorts had some juice, too, you know what I mean? Well, if you do eight of those that are probably winning... Like, I don't know if there was are... eight of them, but there was quite a few uh. of them. Charles Still, Buff was in one of them, I think. There are probably several going around uh, festivals and, yeah, with sure. guys like that. Sure. With, yeah, with, with... Classy guys, like... Classy guys like Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah, we watched... Uh, Shia LaBeouf, he got canceled. Shia LaBeouf got canceled. He might not be in one of them. I wasn't... I guess he wasn't super shocked about that. No, that didn't surprise me. Mm-mm. That didn't surprise me at all. Nope. 
It would shock me if that happened to Michael Sarah. <laughs> Only because it's so funny that he plays that guy in <laughs> the end of the world or whatever. Yeah. What is that movie called? I don't know. When we he's did... like slapping Rihanna's butt and he's... blowing cocaine in and people's he's face. crying about his phone. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's the highlight of that movie, unfortunately. It's true. Yeah, so Zola looks really cool, though. I'm curious. I'm very curious. I don't know when that comes out, but by then I'll have my vaccine. Mike has a vaccine in him. Yeah, I got the poor man one. Um, (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fingers crossed. There was a thing today. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, vaccine stuff. How do you get on that? Uh, I don't know. All right, enough of that. Do you want to talk Space Jam? Do you want to talk Space Jam? I want to talk Space Jam, yeah. You haven't really said anything no, since I, you watched it. I tried to just take it in. Take it. That's what that movie wants you to do. So, huge fan of Space Jam. <laughs> this movie, I think the first Yeah, one, we both are nostalgic for Space Jam. I also, think I saw it in the theater five times. I also times. recognize that it is not a great movie. I have. I recognize. I have. I know. I have. I know. I have blinders for Space Jam. Sure. I've heard this take before that like the first Space Jam isn't a great movie, and I'm like, what the fuck do you want it to be? (laughs) That's fair. For what it is, (laughs) for what it is, which is a 90 minute Nike commercial, it is exactly what you expect. Yeah. But there's funny stuff in it. There's there's great. There's quotable lines. Great stuff in it. And the there's Michaels are in it. Michael's super juice and stuff, and Mike, special yeah. special sauce, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> what is it special called? Special stuff. Special. What is it called? I think it might be special stuff. Michael's special stuff. It's confidence, you guys. <laughs> the confidence was in the house the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Bill Murray's hilarious in it. Larry Bird is really funny. In that I movie. was really hoping we get some Danny DeVito back. Sure. I kind of, I, okay, we can get to that. I kind, I sort of wish I had gone back to watch the original trailer. Trailer. <laughs> for the, the original one. To the original movie. It would be R. Kelly. To, yeah, exactly. And it would be like a kid shooting hoops and his dad being like, someday Michael. It's like a Cradle to the Grave Michael Jordan biography. The way that the first Space Jam is framed, which is really funny. You no, know, especially now that there's like literally documentaries out there just about his dad and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, shit. Like, uh... But I, I, cause the, the new one, and this is a weird way to get into the conversation, I guess, but the new one doesn't feature like the NBA players that the, yeah, I did notice that. Well, there's not any room for them when you have the entire Warner IP. Yeah. Which is such a jarring, you see all of those people like in the same breath that you were introduced to the Looney Tunes? Like, within 30 seconds. It yeah. takes a minute to get to the Looney Tunes, yeah. and then 30 seconds after that, you have King Kong, the Iron Giant, yeah, Yogi Bear, the Flintstones. Yeah. Um, didn't you say that in the background there's... Apparently the, the uh, Alex, Alex and the Droobs show up at one point. So, I feel like Warner's predicted that Disney... Like, it's, like, a joke people, like, people like me make now, where it's, like, sooner or later we're gonna have, you know, Tony Stark battling Luke Skywalker, who's also battling, uh, I don't know, all the other shit that they own. Sure. Sure. So Warner's, like... Homer. Doing that. They're, like, 
Aha, we did it first. Mm. Now you'll be ripping us off. Yeah. It was okay in the Lego movie because it was because Lego's the one thing that actually Lego. has all those licenses. Well, and Lego is was, a thing that you play with and you combine your things. And that and, movie was very know. sweet. The first one was. I've never seen them, but the first one actually is really I, sweet. I hear that they're good, and I believe that. Yeah, I believe it. So I I wonder okay. if those guys have any involvement with this. <laughs> so um, what if this this might be amazing? That's the other thing. I do really doubt it. I, that's okay. So that's kind of what I was gonna say is that the for I the so the first minute you're like with LeBron and his kids and it looks like it's really uh, his two sons. Oh. Uh, okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. However, we're getting in. I'm fine with this. LeBron's a great actor. He's shown it plenty of times. But he doesn't. He doesn't go I to Looney Land first. No, no, no. And I was like, you know, wherever this is gonna go, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty. I think I'm on the right. I think I'm. Yeah. On. For People the right. have been talking about LeBron Space Jam for ten. It's years. been in development for such a long time. Yeah. And then you get to he gets he gets sucked into the Matrix and Don Cheadle comes in into the Matrix specifically says what in the Matrix it's hell what in the Matrix hell <laughs> this is a funny line <laughs> that is a funny line uh, also. <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> so stupid. And then Don Cheadle's in there, and I and that's when I was like, okay, I love Don Cheadle. What it's, is, it's, yeah. what's the what is happening right now? And that's when they, they go for the What's Up Doc, <laughs> the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah, I, for some reason he sends him to the Looney Tune land. Yeah. And that's when they bring every other character in. In the same second. Secret. And I was like, this isn't gonna be good. No, <laughs> yeah. like that was they, the, I had the same. They kind thought. of had because you kind of had two choices. You could either like try to run back what the first movie did, which is what a lot of sequels do, or try to like carve a new path in the hyper corporatized world that they are inheriting, and they chose the latter, and it's gonna be bad. Oh, they didn't really even choose like a path. They just chose like everything in the kitchen sink almost. Yeah. It's, I don't I you're right though like the first the beginning of that trailer with him you're kind of into it you're like what the matrix starts to lose you then they finally the Looney Tunes yeah and then a mess of other shit and it's just incomprehensible after that yeah like they try to being like and now meet the new the goon squad they show you like but they don't show ones, you... like they have the, one they have different powers and stuff or something yeah but they don't show you who the player I, I'm assuming I think Clay Thompson <laughs> I don't... Is in this movie, and I'm assuming. Are they that's... gonna steal their? Are we gonna have the funny? Those scenes are so funny. Yeah, when they're, you know, all <laughs> Barkley is killing when us. They all suck. Yeah, beaten by a girl. I don't know. I mean, who oh, knows? Man. Who knows what could happen in throughout the rest of it? But from that trailer, I don't think. It's I think be there good. are a couple WNBA players. Yeah, there. Yeah, there are. Uh, yeah, Dana Tarasi. I mean, I don't. People are I can't whether remember. or not they're male or female. I can't remember who any of the other players are. Is my are. guy in it? Is Harden in it? I don't know. Let me look it funny? up. <laughs> if I Harden, know... the the most family accessible player. Uh, yeah, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul, Draymond Green, Ugh, Kyle Kuzma. Oh God. Okay, so seeing a basketball player react to those names is important. I I think. Yeah, that's... you're not happy with. No, those. but I well, and, you know, to be fair, 
They needed a big Russian guy. Is that the thing? Oh, you know, shots to Sean Bradley. That guy just got paralyzed from the neck down in a horrible bicycle Jesus accident. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he's really had a sad life because when he came into the league, everyone was like, fuck that tall white guy. I'm going to make a point to dunk on him all the time. So he's like on a lot of posters. He's the guy from the first one? Yeah. Yeah. He was the one that like nobody's like guys like me. I was like, I don't know his name. Yeah. I mean, the guys in the first movie are like a little random too, but like. I knew who, I mean, like, I'd heard of Patrick Ewing and Charles Barkley, and I knew who Muggsy Bogues was. But, like, Larry Johnson's kind of random, that's a, that's a real stamp of the time. Sir <laughs> Johnson yeah. hasn't, like, aged quite as well as those other guys. But, yeah, Sean Bradley, that's really sad. Also, shouts to, shouts to DMX, who died earlier tonight. Yeah, god damn it. I was at work the other night when I saw that he had... OD'd, and I was like, oh man. Really and it sad. already sounded really bad. Like, I was kind of expecting to hear that he had died a few days ago. Yeah. It's, yeah. Didn't really mean to bring the pod well, to a screeching that's what bad hole. Space Jam, <laughs> that's what doing all this nostalgic crap does. Like, I, I there's a. They've been rebooting all these, like, 80s sitcoms, you know, with, like. Yeah. Punky Brewster's back or whatever, and I saw this article. This big is man. Punky Brewster back? It's Punky Brewster's back. I think Small Wonders back. What the fuck is that? It's about a little robot girl or oh, something. I hate it. There's lots of shit like that. Like Alf should be back any minute. Sure. Alf, I'm kind of on board for. I like Alf. Macbeth, what is your deal? You're usually so well behaved, and you're just being. Just being a Gato. scoundrel tonight. Um, sorry, our in-house producing cat fucking dicking around yeah what are you doing but the this thing was talking about how it's like this is not any good for children these days like they need original stories that they can they can be nostalgic about like all they're getting is like this like twice filtered coffee yeah almost yeah you know that right that's well put it's really disappointing i'm glad i don't have kids or can afford to Oh, we watched Legally Blonde at work the other night, and that, which has obviously bred sequels and TV series and Broadway shows, great original comedy. Sure. And you can see why that one was easily adapted into a successful musical. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I bet, I bet, I've never seen it, never heard a lick of the music, but I bet it fucking is fun. I'm positive that that works. <laughs> and I bet people love being in it. Which is what really counts in a musical. Yeah, weren't you telling me there was literally a reality show about the competition to, to, to play, cast the role, to yeah. play that role? Yeah, I wonder. That's just probably kind of fascinating, honestly. Uh, uh, I'd see anything these days. Jesus Christ! I'll watch. I'll watch whatever. To see a live fucking production. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that would be fun. I do like that movie. Forget how I forget how smart that is, because it's yeah, actually like a good. It's good. It becomes a legit courtroom drama yeah and then you know then then it does what it does yeah uh do you want to do a jeopardy check-in i have that on the docket yeah we made it through dr oz yeah the ratings were the lowest they'd been since uh, is that right died i think yeah he was fucking he was a weird guy well i'm really hoping they're not trying to fill his shoes based on ratings in the first place but who knows? Yeah. yeah. I think those producers are probably going to have a rash of. If LeBar Burton wants to give it a shot, what can we lose? Yeah, you know. They want the, I think they want that millennial audience, man. Okay. And you were saying, like, millennials don't watch cable. Yeah, they don't even have. They don't have access to it. Millennials are not going to start watching Jeopardy. But, 
but millennials. Even though these but, two millennials do no, watch it every we're day. Not, we're not the only people our age, no. I think, who like grew up on Jeopardy and do enjoy. Yeah, I don't know. I are mean, nostalgic for it. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, what happens with Jeopardy is going to be a fascinating twice filtered symbol symbol is... of what like the whole shape of the entire country is to come. Honestly, you know, <sighs> I think like it means just as much who's hosting Jeopardy as to like who the president is. It matters just as much like where LeBron James plays basketball as it does to like who the fucking speaker of the house is. You know what I mean? Well, look how long it took them to find. Look how many Family Feud hosts there have been. You know. And Steve is, like, going to be the face that people really think of. Louis did it for a while. The guy who used to grope everybody back in the 70s. And then there was a guy, there was a guy who killed himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Family Feud is a curse. I used to watch it's a... It's a cursed game show. I used to... My, you know, when my, uh, my mom and I used to watch a lot of Game Show Network back in, like, the early Do you know everyone who's ever been on it got divorced? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that's true. <laughs> Too many families have played. It seems like every... I think that the Family Feud should be, like, jury duty. <laughs> and, like, everyone... That would be really funny. Everyone should just have to do it. Have to pay tribute. <laughs> this is the kind of capitalist <laughs> entertainment... And and you should have to shoot... And you should have to shoot till you miss, like, Jeopardy. It's like your family's just, like, fucking sick at it. <laughs> like, no hints. <laughs> <laughs> Never in your... <laughs> Has there ever been a family on there that, like, is just, like, too serious for it? That seems like a sketch that someone would do. You know, you'd see that on SNL, like, the... No. Do you want to talk okay. about SNL at all? Yeah, all right. Let's... <laughs> all right. Let me open up that can because we're actually pitching a better sketch than we've seen. I actually didn't even put this in the thing, but we you did watch a couple you, of the you, sketches. You told me to watch some of the new one, and I probably... The, some of the sketches were so goddamn long, they were like seven, eight minutes long, and I was like, man, I'm watching almost a half an hour of this, and just dying inside. inside. <laughs> like, I did not have fun, have a good time, man. Mm-hmm. I like that guy, the host, he's a good actor. I don't even remember who hosted. The guy from Get Out. Oh, you did? And he was like, really... He was trying. He, he was fucking stoked to be there, but everyone sucks. And you know what, man? The one thing... Nobody cares. The cue card reading is a joke. We can get off book for a for a full-length fucking play in three weeks. Like, the, some of these sketches might actually have a chance if anyone was in them. If anyone gave a fuck. But, like, no one is inside of the sketch that they're doing. They're fucking, like... The people will be holding hands and, like, looking... <laughs> Yes. You know, like... Well, and they're like, well, the energy's not there because we don't have a crowd. And you're like... Fuck off. Bro, you had a crowd of excited people who were here and you were still putting out shit. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I texted you when I was watching those and I was like, it really feels like Lauren Lauren has, like, kind of stepped back, kind of retired. He's letting the Weekend Update guys run everything. And... Like, once in a while there'll be an edgy sketch that gets through, but, like, it's not a mainstream thing that everyone's gonna well, get. Well, and I just think they, and they just never, like, capitalize on any of them, I don't think. I just don't think they give that Even when they've shit. got some heaters, I think they, I think that they save all of, like, the, like, heat jokes for Weekend Update. And they have a couple every now and then, you know. 
Even that is not that funny, though. No. And, but, and you know, another fucking big problem with their sketches, and this has happened a couple times in this season, where it's like, all of them have the same conceit, basically. Like, in that last episode, there were, like, three, if not four, house party, or, you know, like, middle-aged people house get neighborhood get together sketches yeah and they'll do like three and they'll let three of them go in a row and you're like how am i supposed to discern who beck bennett and it makes is you wonder what now? it makes you wonder what got cut <laughs> i i guess so i'm but they, constantly but they did, curious what they're they cutting. did it earlier in the season two i think it was the Chappelle episode that was pretty funny they ran a news sketch into weekend update into two more fake news, news sketches one. yeah it's like everyone around the office is like just trying to one up each other. Like I hear, I hear, and going back beyond just this current era of SNL, what a competitive. And Mike has insiders. I I hear things. I've heard things. <laughs> I've heard some things. Um, I hear it's a real toxic work environment. It's very competitive. Heard it here. First. Everyone's trying to get their sketch on the air, you know. So it's probably pretty common to hear. Oh, they're doing a, they're doing a house party, huh? I got a house party. I sketch. can do a better house party. <laughs> and that's the level of that's the most creative minds in comedy at work, ladies and gentlemen, at at top of their craft. Yeah, well, just farting them out one after another. Just, just farting around. <laughs> farting around, getting paid. <laughs> uh, speaking of farting around and getting paid. Shouts to Godzilla v Kong, even though we're not going to talk about it. And we're just, we'll, I, we'll, we'll get around to it. It made, it made like $60 million at the box office opening weekend. You think it would have done nearly as well if all of the movies that were supposed to be released in the last year would have been released? I think that it would still be coming out now. now. Which is not... And it probably would have made a lot more money. It probably would have done well because it is spring and not But summer. I think considering... That's really good. So I just want to shout to the uh, movie theaters are dead. People go suck a dick. Yes. Yeah, that's true. People are still gonna watch. And, and the, that I can't wait. That to is made more important by the fact that like it was available to people at their houses if they wanted it. Yes. And which I didn't want. I would have probably rather I, seen that in the theaters. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. if you had been like, let's go see it. Yeah. I'd be like, eh, okay, okay. That 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 probably would have gotten. Once me. I get this second shot in me, baby. I'm going to the movies. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing And the, I'm going to go to the movies 66% of the time I normally would. <laughs> I'm going to be doing the dick and the popcorn fucking trick for myself. I'll be so stoked <laughs> to be there. Okay, I might I might not go to the movies with you for the first time out. We don't always have to sit together. But I like to share popcorn. I'm that's, a frugal man. That's true. <laughs> well, I think that that's a pretty good little opener. I do want to say that... Uh, I know we never addressed the Oscars, the Oscar nominations. Oh, yeah. That's I right. don't think. We uh, guessed them all correctly, right? Um, no. We uh, did with the, oh, we did with the shorts, though. Oh, yeah. That's that's private for us. Okay, we'll get into that. Uh, but we are going to do a little Oscars content soon. We're going to have a friend of the pod, David Niles, on to talk Oscar gambling. And then we're going to do our first annual Hottie Awards. Right. And we know we promised that we would live stream the Oscars, but Mike I has to work. am <laughs> going to be working on a Sunday night. So, I'll post some Actually, notes. I can maybe see if I can get it, get it off. We'll see. 
When are those? A couple weeks out? They're on the 25th, so we got yeah, I could make that happen. We got a We can maybe make that happen. Maybe we can figure something out. All right. We'll take a little break. Come back talk. The Eric Andre masterpiece. Bad trip. Bad. Checking out the 2009 Oscars. <laughs> yeah, why did we go down that route? Uh, we were talking about Avatar. Uh, yeah, they're making Avatar three, two, and f- two, three, and four. Yeah, um, we're gonna put a poll up on our on our uh, Instagram. Do you think you'll you will see Avatar two? And if so, do you <laughs> think you will see Avatar three and four as well? Um, I will put this on the Instagram. <laughs> I'm this curious. Is, this is what I'm talking I'm about. We need more polls. Yeah, we need more polls. Yeah. need to have a little more fun on the air. Yeah, we want to know what you guys think. Avatar, are we over it? Were we over it pretty quickly when it came out? We all just happened to pay for it, and that's why they think we want to see more of it? <laughs> What's the deal with Avatar? I do think that it recently... I, feel, I think I heard this correctly, but that movie just retook... Position as the number one highest grossing movie worldwide of all time. I do know that it probably has some big fan bases overseas. Yeah. And I think that's what happened is that, like, you know, other countries were kind of reopening more fully. Yeah. And they they put Avatar in the theaters and people were like, oh, fuck yeah, I love it. Sure. So. Because it's a communist movie, you think? I've. Oh, right, you have not seen it. I have no idea what it's um, about. There's a real, like, environmentalist bend. That's why people were like, this is, like, Fern Gully. Right, or, like, right. Uh, which is a good movie. Which, oh, sure, great movie, great movie. Tone Loke. Uh, Tone Loke, Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My name um, is Batte. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, environmentalist commentary going on there, you know? Yeah, Fern Gully, really good. But, uh, is that a Don Bluth they're, movie? They're, t- they're there to get this... Uh, element that's on this planet called unobtainium this is an avatar no way really. no i'm not joking unobtainium unobtainium and like i think giovanni urbisi is like the evil yeah uh corporate guy yeah. and there's like an evil general guy with scars on his yeah. face and our heroic white guy who integrates with the natives and is the white savior of the story and right. i don't think people are gonna be okay with that shit Right now, Macbeth, you're a monster. Quit ruining our takes, cat. 
You need make us a call on what professional. What do you need a plastic bag for? What do you need that To for? make noise, that's why. To make noise with all. <laughs> Shouts to the Shakespeare fans. Uh, the cat's name is Macbeth. To make fish with all. It's from a play. That's from Merchant you of You might have heard of it. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. I I'm, I'm think they're going to lose a lot of money on those. James Cameron is going to be like, well, I thought everyone wanted these. It's like, dude, make a Terminator movie. Make a Titanic 2. <laughs> there is so weird. There is a Titanic 2. Okay, we don't need to do all that. We came to talk about a movie that I think slaps balls, and that's the way that it would like to be considered. Yeah, it's a real ball slapper. It's a ball slapper. Yeah, I believe that uh, that would be the correct <laughs> use of that phrase. <laughs> Uh, and the best movie of 2021. This is the kind of movie that early on <laughs> will introduce uh, a set of Chinese finger cuffs. Mm -hmm. And keen viewers will already know where that's going to go. Yeah. We're talking, of course, about the... Jeff, just This is a Jeff Tremaine directed movie, right? Jeff Tremaine produced it. A different guy directed it. Who directed it? Uh, cool guy. Cool guy. Uh, cool guy. I think... I think what had happened is Eric Andre, because I've watched some interviews with him lately, so I can talk okay. more extensively, too. Okay, I love it. But he um, teamed his crew from his show up, because they do their own prank stuff, uh -huh. with Jeff Tremaine, who is the producer of all the Jackass stuff. Yes. And, um, yeah, so they had both of their minds and experience working together to really nail down these pranks. There, did I show? Did I send you that video of like some of the deleted ones? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. You might need to pause and watch. Let me in. Let me in. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for showing me that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they shot a lot more stuff than they put in the movie. Clearly. Oh my god. You know, and like, thank you the most just for like letting me it's get, so funny. get to have just like another kind of snippet of what it felt like to watch a lot of the sketches for the first time. Oh, it's so good. It's it is so funny. Eric <laughs> Andre is just a master of the of that kind of. Um, live pranking stuff because like tom green did it like johnny knoxville yeah we, we've only gone it, over like, the we kind of went through the the lineage of the lineage this of this style yeah and we were hoping that this will be the the decade that it, <laughs> that it has a resurgence. oh yeah i was saying i hope that becomes the major i hope this becomes like one of the major uh, genres. popular genres of the next <laughs> 10 years i mean you have to he has a touch He's so good. Eric Andre has a touch. I mean, how, I don't know. How do you want to have the conversation about this movie? Because we, you just showed me the the deleted scenes, which include uh, Chris Rock playing an aggressive policeman, which is not in the movie at all. And it's like, how do you cut Chris Rock? <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody, they couldn't pull off a, a, a prank with him because everyone recognized him. Yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> He's funny in those clips. And the last one that is in there, the exorcism bit, should have been in the movie. Is outrageous. It should have probably. They probably could have shoehorned that one in there. That movie wasn't too long. No, that movie's like 88 minutes. The movie's really. It, what it does better than any other version of that kind of thing I've seen is like it does tell the little story connections really mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. and make a whole bit out of that. Like, yeah. Like when he asks the old man what he should do. You know? He's in love! He's, cra he's crazy. It's just amazing. <laughs> Every single, the every single person he interacts with, 
is mm. so... They contribute to the plot, really. Oh, they're just, like, you the know. most amazing character actors you could ever pay for, you right. know? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if we really need to explain the plot to that thing at all. It's a, it, the, it's a loosely construed reason for a bunch of these pranks. Eric Andre's in love with the, and I wish I could remember this actress's oh, name. Oh, that's right. It is the plot from Dumb and Dumber. It's the plot from Dumb and Dumber. And he's in this, the, she's like a perennial uh, procedural network television star. She's yeah, great. Maria Lee or something. Maria, yeah. <laughs> something like <laughs> yeah, that. That's her name in the movie, yeah. Um, he, well, he's chasing her up to New York. He was always in love with her. She came into a smoothie which shop leads, and gave him and gave him her. And the smoothie card. shop is one of the most excellent, <coughs> huge laugh payoffs I've ever seen in my it life. It sets you up to be like, "This is what we're in for." You're like, "Is this all just cringe? Am I just am I just cringing at how he's rude to customers? No, and not paying attention to what no. he's doing. It's Eric Andre. No, he's st- gonna stick his hand in a blender. Yeah." And it's <laughs> that's not even a it's not even it's not even a spoiler. No. Like we can tell you the no. the uh, the the violent the violent moment of each the violent or gross out moment of each you, bit. You could tell the arc of this movie through those, and uh, and but none of it would spoil it for when it actually happens in the thing. No, you would just be like, <laughs> God damn, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, he throws up. He throws up after he after he square dances after he falls off the goddamn top of the bar thing. Of course, it's of course. I mean, it all makes sense. It's the natural progression of uh, of his level of chaos. Yes, and the chaos level is. We haven't mentioned Tiffany Haddish yet, who's so fucking funny in it. Oh, I didn't tell you how Tiffany Haddish got involved in that. Oh my god, you got intel on this? Okay, this is another <laughs> thing I heard in one of his interviews. Mike stepped in at 30 Rock, so we know. I, I, we listened, know I watched some Eric Andre interviews. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said that, so one of the first things they shot was the the penises in the, in the finger trap. They go into this barbershop, and this guy chases them out with a knife. Yeah. And <laughs> quickly. And quickly. and they, they were like, this is and he's like, popcorn, whatever. Uh, and the security comes out and the guy was like, You shouldn't do that in this part of the town ta- in this part of town. <laughs> like you guys look like fucking couple of perverts. Um, but uh the guy who they hired a guy to replace Hannibal for this movie, which I should say he's hilarious. Wait, was What's what, okay, wait, was he actually replaced in the movie? It's not it's strange how similar, similar the types are. Yeah. They knew to like cast a guy with the same same type, same it is, vibe, okay. same energy. Because that's the intel that I want. Because it's like, but I thought y'all. That guy was? told Tiffany Haddish that he almost got killed doing this sketch with Eric, and she thought it was so funny that she called Eric Andre and said she wanted to be in the movie, which is why she's the villain of the movie. <laughs> Oh my god. That makes it so much better. Yes. What a fucking icon. So it's like, what's a kismet going on? She's the funniest fucking person alive. <laughs> She's so good in this. Like, she takes to it like a fish to water. Oh my god. 
She just loves to fuck with people. When she's driving that fucking car with no, with no doors on it, <laughs> flipping people off on the highway. With both hands. Oh my god. She's so good. <laughs> I just, I, I might, I watched it twice. I watched it once alone, and then we rewatched it together at yeah. work. Yeah, we, we watched it. And I had already, I watched it, like, the day before, too. And I was like, yeah, turn it on. It's so funny. Let's watch it again. And that was definitely when we're all night, people were like, what the fuck are you guys watching right now? Like, this is amazing. I said this at the time, but, you know, the... For a full year, any time that anything humorous has has appeared in popular culture, people will post it on their social media, and they're like, "These these are the laughs that we need right now," or like, "This is the warming balm that that we all need right now." The, watching the ba- watching Bad Trip is the first time that I've been like, "Yes, this is this is what I needed this entire time." And didn't you tell me that they sat on this for a year? Yeah, I think it was supposed to come out last spring. And they were like, people aren't ready for this. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure it's really funny for them to, like, think back on it now. After having had probably a a year and a half to... Oh, my God. Reflect (laughs) on what that is like. Yeah, we've talked about uh, a pre-COVID vibe, and this definitely has it in spades. I don't know if Eric Andre is going to be too famous now to do this again. You know, and I was surprised... That was what surprised me already, I guess... Yeah, there I, are enough. I I would have expected more people to know who he was. When they get to New York, I think the bits have less payoff. Right. When they're in the, when they're in the art gallery and like they're driving through the goddamn wall and he's running around and stuff, I think there's people in there that are like, "That's fucking Eric Andre." That's Eric Andre. Right. There's something going on here. Yeah. It's just interesting. I really. Uh, it's same with Tiffany Haddish, but she looks pretty different. They, yeah, they really give her a whole look. Yes. Yeah, and she and but and she fucking is like living in it her uh breaking out of the prison bus scene is <laughs> i know one of our favorites the guy oh th- there's this poor guy who's like cleaning graffiti who she asks to like you know just keep to just, help well to first, help to, first to help her get out from underneath the bus yeah and then he realizes and, she's and yeah he like looks at the side of the bus looks at her puts everything together and is immediately on her side get the fuck out of here. yeah but he like whispers Go away. You're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> She's like, you got a baby mama? Yeah. <laughs> and she like comes up to hug him. <laughs> so, oh my god. The stress that they put some of those people under. He's the one thing that at the end when they, you know, reveal... That they go around, you know. So they go you're, on, like you're on cam- the camera, guy. you're being punked kind of energy. Yeah. And people love that. It's so That's why they all sign off on it. You know, there's yeah. not really any. There's only a couple blurred faces in the. Whole but they're thing. not. But they're in the background. It's never like someone they're yeah. talking to. Even the guy who kicks at him. Even that guy signed <laughs> off, didn't he? I mean, he's in there. His face is in it. You know. <laughs> like high kicks at him. Yeah, it's there's so like, funny. Yeah, he does like like um a flash mob at the mall <laughs> about how he's gonna go find this woman. What are some other highlights? The the when they go to the redneck bar, I really like that scene. Oh sure, the the zoo scene is like. Oh, the zoo scene is like the fucking funniest. Because that's like the are we jumping the shark 
These people are buying it they, up to this Everyone point. went in for the zoo thing. And it's... And it's know. also, like, Eric Andre's humor is, like, aggressively juvenile. Yeah. He gets raped by a gorilla. Yeah. And it's really funny. And it's just so dumb. It's very, like, South Park. Yeah, you have like, to definitely be in the... You have to think stuff like this can be... You gotta buy it. You gotta buy in. You know? Yeah, like... Like, it's so funny. And it is also, like, on one hand, like, there's no way people would buy this. But on the other hand, people are like, I mean, I guess that's how that would look. Yeah. That's, that's like, the exact expression that they make when some certain things happen. They're like, oh, my God. Well, he, like, runs into the gorilla cage. And then he runs back into the gorilla cage. And the gorilla starts making him blow him. <laughs> that was a great... Great fucking scene that um, like killed me. Tiffany Haddish in and out of that restaurant where that woman is like getting super involved, and like the the guy at the table with her is like, "You need to stop talking." Oh so much. yeah. So Tiffany Haddish walks into this <laughs> walks into this restaurant, shows everyone these guys this picture, and says she's gonna fucking kill him because that's what she does to a lot of people. <laughs> then they show up two minutes later. Everyone says, "You gotta get the fuck out of here. This woman's trying to kill you." They leave, and two minutes later, Tiffany Haddish comes back in and says, Did you see them? And did you tell them to leave? And everyone's just, like, terrified. Because she is, like... She's so She's real. like, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. And everyone's like, she, she's gonna come in here with a gun and just go off and fucking right. kill Right. Everyone people. is like, she seems like someone who is gonna kill somebody. Yeah. In public. In front of everybody. And someone's gonna get caught in the crossfire. Like, they're all terrified of her. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch it again. It's so funny. <laughs> the um the ending's really, really great. Yeah. Oh the ending like the is ending, fantastic. The ending is like you know, a cherry yeah. on top. They they really knew what they were doing. Like the energy of this thing is just like Gut punching you with laughter, one after the other, like it was kind of hard to. Big laughs, big laughs. So it, dumb. It just it only shoots, like deep three pointers. There's not a lot of bomb which is movement why for I a think, layup. Which is why I think we did get like the Exorcist scene, and I'm sure there's a lot more deleted shit like that that we're not seeing. You said before we started, you're like, I'm I'm hoping there's like a three hour version of this movie that comes out in five yeah. months. Yeah. Because I tried to show you the Bad Grandpa, but the, the yeah, no, but they only had mess. they only had the like extended one on right. Netflix. Right. This made me go down a whole rabbit hole of old Jackass stuff, and I started watching the Dudesons, which was a bunch of Finland guys from Finland who did right. similar stunts back in the late right. '90s, early 2000s. I keep, I keep meaning to look this back up. Cause I, I think I, you'd think it was funny. Yeah. Like, they just do, they're pretty fucking crazy, these Finnish guys. They're like, sure. let's go do a stunt. Like, <laughs> this one's like, I I'm missing my thumb. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> fucking funny guys. <laughs> and, like, they, they're the kind of guys that, like, you see them, like, interact with the jackass guys, and the jackass guys are, like, impressed, if not a little intimidated by how crazy these guys are. Right. <laughs> they're like they're a European crazy. Yeah, they don't have lawyers or anything telling them what not to do. Like they, <laughs> they're gonna. They're constantly in the hospital. <laughs> That's fucking unreal. 
We have socialized medicine. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah, these guys know us at the hospital now. They're like, hey, it's you guys. Huh? <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. We've said several times that this movie is just really, really funny, and you have you have to you know. You have to have a palate for it. You have to have the palate for it, but I would encourage everyone to you know, drop your drop your pretensions at the door, just check in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with your I don't with, see, with your thirteen year old self. I don't see it getting nominated for any any awards. No, I don't think so. But what's funny is it sits right alongside. Borat, which is yeah, nominated which for is an Oscar. Oscar, yeah. And, oh, that's another story that I heard when I uh, listened oh, to some interviews yeah. with Eric Andre is that mm. they Sasha Bone Baron Cohen gave them a lot of advice on this, and they actually went over to oh, his house really? with a bunch of rough material or like with an earlier cut and like watched it with him, and he he just, you know. Oh. It's not, and I was like, man, I would love to see those guys team up. Let's see some, oh, like, get yeah, those two in costume on. together and get oh. them on the road and oh. being a couple of goofy guys, being a couple of goofy, like, Jewish guys, you know? Sure, sure. Like, I, yeah, because, you know, there. Sasha Baron Cohen can still, they can both, Eric Andre has a more specific look, but I guess if, you know, if, I don't know. I mean, he looks different in this movie at certain points. They do, they do. <laughs> they do put them in yeah, crazy makeup. Yeah. Yo, that's... Oh, my God, that's right. The white chick's bit is so yeah. outrageous. I... Because I, I remember, like, listening to something not that long ago that was, like... It just makes me sad because I don't think that he can ever do another Borat movie. And it's like, yeah, but he could do a fucking million other things. Yeah. You I've know. told you the story that I heard about how Martin... Eric Sh- Andre's thing is just that he's always Eric Andre. He hasn't... He hasn't gone deep costume. But the he way, also, the way the but he also isn't uh, nearly as recognizable, you know. Like he's doing, he's where like Ali G show was like twenty years ago. Like people know Sasha Baron Cohen a lot more than Eric Andre. I think. Really, you, you older think, people. Do you feel like you old, couldn't be? I'd say like. If do you I, feel like you could? If I held up pictures of both of them to my mother, she would know who Sasha Baron Cohen is way before Eric Andre. Probably. I don't think that my mother. If it was, like, a picture of Sasha Baron Cohen, like, as the normal guy. I could show a picture of Borat, and she would know. Yeah. She would be like, that's Yeah, Borat. that's true. Because She'd be like, that's But LG. that's also part of his deal. You're right. I told you how I... That's why Martin Short created the Jiminy Glick character. Jiminy Glick, yeah. It was because he was trying to do... He was trying to do some shit, and people always recognized him, so he was just make a... He was like, I'll make this fat suit. <laughs> Martin Schwartz, fucking weird guy. Great in Inherent Vice. Such a funny guy. He is great in Inherent Vice. <laughs> and, like, sleazy as hell. Yeah. Seems like a fun guy. I think he would be a blast to hang out with. Yeah, seems like it. And he's one of those guys that's getting older really gracefully as an actor, where, like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like I like hanging out with guys like that because they got great stories and they love to tell them. Totally. You know? Absolutely. You're like, tell me about so-and-so. He's like, oh, I got some stories for you. Yeah, oh, sure. Let's Come on, let's grab a drink. Sure, sure. Well, that's a wonderful, nice thought yeah. to end it on. We're going to be back. We're going to do Oscars. We're going to do the hotties, baby. The hotties. Our Oscar picks? Is that what that is? Well, no. I'm assuming... No, no, no. These are going to be our awards. Oh, okay. So, so we make our own categories? That's a fucking option. If we're going to do that, we need to figure that out, though. Best on-screen kiss, 
like MTV music video stuff or whatever. The MTV, to, what's that from? Toby Maguire, winner of <laughs> MTV's <laughs> Best Kid. Oh, that was from Tropic Thunder. They open oh, up with like right. Lazarus, whatever sure, his sure. whatever Robert Downey Jr.'s character, three-time Oscar winner, and Toby Maguire, winner of MTV Award Best Kiss. I don't know. I haven't thought if we should do uh, funny made-up categories or if we should do the normal ones. We can do the normal ones. Well, if we think of it... Best non-gendered lead role performance. I'm looking at you. King Kong. All the award shows. King Kong is got some dong, my friend. (laughs) King Kong got dong. King Kong got dong, my friend. Godzilla lays an egg. Still ambiguous. I don't know how lizards work. Take it easy, everybody. Think you holding weight, then you haven't met the apes. Stop, drop, 